Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. This story I'm about to tell you tonight is called My Uber driver took me to an abandoned building and followed me out of the car. From user Vrashmin, sit back, relax, and fall asleep as you listen to our tales. I work in food service in front of the house, so in the early days of the pandemic with restaurants closed, I was taking work wherever I could find it. An old friend clued me into a medical office that needed someone to come in and do a bit of light filing. I was able to go in at night to limit direct contact with people, so I jumped at the opportunity right away. Ironically, the medical office job had been the safest I'd gig been offered thus far, COVID-wise. I wanted to avoid the bus if I could due to crowds, so decided to swing for a rideshare app. It's not all that expensive in my area, and I really didn't want a virus. I headed in at almost 3 a.m. because it was after the cleaning crew had left. I was kicking myself for being so cautious, though, because I was exhausted. I stumbled onto the block looking for my ride, and to my tired self's great relief, the car spotted me almost immediately and pulled up asking Uber. While I cluelessly wandered up and down the street searching, the ride was taking a while, but I'd only just moved here last year, so I'm not familiar with all of the surrounding areas and thought nothing of it. I was pretty alert at first, so was trying to pass the time playing games on my phone and stuff. But the car didn't have a compatible phone charger, and I wasn't sure the building would have won, so I wanted to save my battery to be able to call a ride back. I shut my phone down into airplane mode and eventually drifted off from a combination of tiredness and boredom. I don't often take rideshares, so being alone with a strange driver often put me a bit on edge, but this guy had a pretty boring car and a very standard look about him. He looked a little like my brother even. Young, clean-kept, listening to jazz, nothing that screamed, you need to micromanage this trip. When we arrived, the driver tried to wake me up by calling to me from the front, but I was too deep asleep and couldn't fully distinguish it from my dream. Finally, he awkwardly jimmed my leg to wake me up and kept saying, Ma'am, ma'am, we're here now. I was embarrassed that I'd been that out of it so just gave a hurried thanks and booked it out of the car and into the building. As I looked around, I began to realize nothing was what I had expected of an office park. I had seen a street view of the building when I first looked up the business and it had appeared to be a strip mall plaza. The further I went, the more loudly alarm bells were ringing in my gut. The structure was semi-dilapidated and it was pitch black dark past the entryway. I expected some lights to be off in the nighttime, but not to the whole building. 
I skittered across the concrete foundation comprising what was left of the lobby area, told myself they must just be renovating, and followed signs for the stairs. After what felt like ages but was likely just a few minutes, all I had passed was construction equipment, a couple locked doors, and some smashed windows. I was certain I was not going to find a medical office and figured maybe I had mixed up the address. I took out my phone to double check, but once I got it out of airplane mode, I could barely get a signal. I kept moving around in the building, pacing, looking for a stronger signal. I eventually confirmed in my texts that I had written down the correct address just by scrolling back, which didn't require service. Since I had only been inside for a few minutes at most, I figured I should try and get in touch with the driver, because if I entered the correct address then it was only fair he should continue my ride to the correct place and save me the added fees of calling a second trip, considering this was all his mix-up. The app was taking forever to load with my slow service, but before I could get to a cloud of reception, I heard a rustling sound in the lower level of the building. I was on the top floor, and the only stairwell I was aware of was the one I had taken up, so it forced me into the middle of the building. There was no way to exit the situation without encountering whoever was downstairs. In an abandoned building in the latest hours of the night, I figured the chances were high that it was a tweaker, and I had no desire to try slipping past a tweaker, especially when it was late enough that they were probably on something so jumpy and on edge. I tried to get a text out to a group of friends with my address and a request to call 911 to help get me from the property. Because I didn't feel safe walking in that neighborhood at night and didn't have enough reception to call a new ride, but the message wasn't sending. The reception was too weak, so I gave up on getting my phone going and started checking for another stairwell, or even a window with balconies or dumpsters that could be used to exit the second floor as a last resort, in the event whoever was downstairs came upstairs. I scrambled over to a door with a stairs sign on it, but the stairs were completely dilapidated and it was essentially just a straight drop down to the first floor. At that point, the worst case scenario began to unfold. I heard whoever was downstairs begin making their way up the stairs. I thought fast and figured based on my walkabout the floor was basically a giant loop, so I would have to wait for whoever this was to come up the stairs, wait for them to come all the way up, and then sprint the opposite direction of wherever they were going and try to get down the stairs and out of the building in time to make it to the road without encountering them. I was not anticipating being chased or anything but didn't want to piss off a druggie or have a homeless person who might be living there feel as though I'd trespassed and become hostile towards me, or have any sort of interaction that could possibly occur at that hour in an abandoned industrial park. I held my breath for what felt like five minutes but was likely closer to just 30 seconds, and the person appeared at the top of the stairs. To my great relief, it was just the Uber driver. I figured he had come back for me, realizing he had left me in the wrong spot a place that could have worked out to be dangerous. So I came out from the beam I was hidden behind and started to wave him down. But then I processed. There was no way for him to realize this had been the wrong address. My stomach lurched forward and my blood chilled to slush. I made eye contact with him very briefly and he was completely calm and composed, but breathing pretty heavily and blocking the stairwell down. On a normal, rational day as an outside observer, I could think of a dozen innocent reasons he might have returned. But at the moment, standing across from him, I just knew in my gut that this was someone with ill intent. I can't remember much more from the ensuing few minutes. Operating solely on muscle memory and instinct I superman dove for the second stairwell's opening 
and just let myself fall down the drop. Thankfully, I don't think he'd seen where I'd gone at first, and though I was in too much pain to know it then, plenty was bruised but nothing was completely broken. I scrambled up and threw myself at anything that seemed like it could be the door. It was too dark to tell, I was disoriented from the fall, and I wasn't in a calm enough mindset to think to use my phone flashlight. Just before I was able to reach the door, it flew open with a blinding light beaming straight into my eyes. My first thought, though not totally coherent, was there's another one of these guys, Al. And I stumbled backward, trying to find something to hide behind. Before I could, a voice called out, Alright, this is the name of town police department. Everyone get on your knees with your hands in the air. I didn't believe it was the police at first. I was in such a fight or flight mode and had already committed to flight that I continued looking for ways to get out. But he kept shining the flashlight right at me as I teetered around and yelled, Hey, I sat on the ground, right now. Hands out, hands out where I can see them. He sounded so authoritative that I just automatically did exactly as he asked. He approached me and finally shined the light away from me. It took a second to get my night vision, but once I did I could see he was really a police officer. I tried to explain what was happening, but first, he started asking me all these questions. And that, combined with what had just happened, and my fear of the driver coming back, all snowballed into my being unable to form a single articulate sentence. He was even asking easy questions too, like, can you tell me your name? Do you have any knives, needles, or anything that could poke or cut me? Would you rather talk in here or outside? And my total stunned babbling in response at first led him to believe I was on something. He directed me out to his car, and once I was safely out of the building, I was able to start getting my bearings just a little. I sat on the edge of the back seat of the squad car, with the door open facing out, while he stood across from me and asked the same questions again. The first thing I could think to ask was, did my friends call you? What did they tell you? And he explained no, nobody called him, he was patrolling the area, and noticed a car idling outside of this building that's known to be condemned, and nobody's supposed to be inside, and when they are, they're not up to no good. He was launching into a speech about how if I'd gone to shoot up or meet a John he had resources he could direct me to, and that this was not an ideal place to do either of those things, and asking if I had somewhere safe to stay that night. But I was stuck on something else he'd said. Finally, it all clicked. The car. I spilled my whole rideshare story in frantic word vomit. He looked around and the car wasn't there anymore. The officer guessed the guy had driven off while we were talking inside the building. He asked me all the details I remembered and I told him, but there weren't many. I'd been too tired when the ride started to track much. But the officer realized I could pull up my Uber app and get all the information. There wasn't really enough reception there, even outdoors, so we sped down the road, and once I had enough bars the app roared to life and I had four missed notifications from Uber. They said, hello, I've arrived, and I don't see you. Can you confirm the pickup address is correct? And I am flashing my hazards. And finally, unfortunately, your driver had to cancel. At first, I thought the driver was so cunning as to pick me up while sending these fake messages and canceling so the GPS wouldn't track us, knowing I wouldn't notice because I was asleep with my phone off, and exonerating himself. But instead, I checked the car details, checked again, and it was definitely not the same driver. The person who'd driven me there had not been my Uber. 
My driver was somewhere else on the street when this guy pulled up to me. The policeman took my statement and said they would keep an eye out for the guy, but the best I could give them to go off of was basically young-looking Caucasian man with brown hair, sideburns, goatee, and four-door sedan, wearing a zip-up sweatshirt. Maybe had a hood, which is like one out of every four guys in the city. I feel so blessed to have survived this near miss. Suffice it to say, I do not take rideshare services anymore. Quadruple check your license plate and driver's name. You just never know. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day.